This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hey everyone, this is Steve Post with Wing Nation and welcome to the Post Office where we sit down and talk with some fascinating folks from the sprint car world, really enjoying this opportunity. And today, one of my favorites, Calvin Knapp, longtime crew member on the Don Kreitz Racing number 69K. You know that dream team up there with Donald and Davey and Lance Deweese? Well, Calvin is the other portion of that and that's who we're chatting with here on the Post Office and we even have some of your questions coming up to Mr. Calvin Knapp as well. So we're going to get to that conversation in just a moment. Race fans, you probably are tired of car insurance ads with like talking animals or mascots. At Root Insurance, they do car insurance differently. Their app gives you a smarter rate where your actual driving is the number one factor. Good drivers save up money, save money up to $900 a year. And that's not too shabby. So maybe you'll miss those talking critters but Root Insurance doesn't need a mascot to save you money. Root, for good drivers, over 1.5 million drivers insured. Download the Root app today. Stay with us. Calvin Knapp joins us next. Sage Fruit is a high-quality grower, packer, and shipper of Washington State apples, cherries, and pears. Sage Fruit has a long-term partnership with Tony Stewart Racing, driver Donnie Schatz, and with us here at Wing Nation. Sage always works hard to deliver an exceptional eating experience. Now, you can find your local grocery store that has Sage Fruit. Just go to sagefruit.com and look at the store locator. Punch in your zip code and find your local Sage Fruit store. Or if there's none in your area, make sure you ask your grocer for Sage Fruit. Sage Fruit, always an exceptional eating experience. Welcome back to the post office, and we welcome into the post office one of the really good guys in the sport. Calvin Knapp is here. Hello, Calvin. Welcome to the post office. Hi, Steve. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Great. You know, Calvin, I was trying to think about this. I think the first time I hung out with you, we might have met before this, but I think the first time I hung out with you was a hamburg eating contest at Jake's Wayback Burgers. Is, is, is that right? I think that is correct. I think so too. And, uh, they were doing, yeah, they were doing some stuff with the uh, uh, Sprint and, Speed Week up there, and they had a hamburger eating contest. And, and uh, well, you and I, we're we're not shy of food eating <laughs> contest. And that, and I, if I remember correctly, Darren Pitt, Darren Pittman kicked everyone's butt. So, yeah, I think that, he either, yeah, that surprised me that Darren Pittman was the winner of that for sure. Yep, it's always the skinny guys that can do it, right? 
It is puts us big, <laughs> puts us big hearty eaters to shame. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. So it is cool. It is cool. Uh, we had Lance Deweese on uh, this week on our Wing Nation show on uh, on Tuesday. So uh, you know, kind of recapped everything from his perspective. But but how good Calvin as a as a longtime crew member on the on the the Kreitz number sixty nine K. How good was it for you personally to get back to the track and and then actually to make a trip to Victory Lane this past weekend at the Speed Palace? It's always good to get back to the track, uh, especially after missing Volusia. My wife and I, we usually go to Volusia to get out of the cold, and we had to miss that because of the birth of our new grandson at any time. So the ones in PA just had to work this year. And as far as getting back to Victory Lane, that's always fun for me and the whole team. We all enjoy it. No doubt. That's for sure. Calvin, how did, how did you get involved with, uh, with, with Don Kreitz racing? How, how, where did this all begin for you? My buddy and myself, we used to go to the races all the time, just him and I, and we followed Donald our whole careers basically. And used to go down to the infield at Williams Grove and talk to them and his, his mother, especially. And asking where, where he was going the next weekend and where he was racing next. And um, his, his mother stopped us one day and said, you boys, you always ask about Donald and this and that. And would you guys really, would you guys like to help him? And of course, like young boys, like, oh, that's a, like a dream come true. So, and since 1997, I've been with him. So it's been nothing but fun. Oh my gosh. Talk about it. Yep. Cause, cause prior to this, you're, you're race fan. That's, that's your role in the sport and, and race fans are the most important person in the sport, yep. but you are just race fan who gets to work on your hero's race car. Yep. We were a Donald fan for as long as we can remember. And his mom stopped us one Friday and said, would you like, would you guys be interested in helping Donald? He's short of help. And the rest they say is history. Oh my gosh, that is awesome! What did you do? What did what what'd you start working on on that car right when you first started uh, helping along with Donald on that? We just basically were mud scrapers, odds and ends, whatever needed done in the trailer, this and that, and just continued to grow since then. I can't imagine the first few races what that was like for you and your your buddy to be on his crew. <laughs> it it was a blast to say the least. And I would nope, dare say. Yeah, I would dare say it still is. It still is for me, for me, yep. And then back then, obviously, Donald used to travel a little more. We used to go with them to New York, and those trips were awesome when they ran New York. We used to enjoy that. We went to Dixie Speedway in Georgia. I remember that. We lost an all-star race because of a flat tire and talk about big-time dejection. And it's, yeah, like I said, since 1997, I've been with him, so. It's been a fun ride. Well, the last few years have been a, a, a story in itself. When, uh, when, yeah. I mean, I mean, and I know you're a Donald guy. I mean, I understand yeah. that. But when, when Donald steps away, they come up with the idea to put Lance in the car and, and the ride continues. Yep. And before, oh, before him, obviously, we had Justin Henderson for two races where he was in for two races and finished second and third. And then after him, Ryan was in it and did a good job. And then Lance is in it now. And needless to say, this is going very well. Really truly yes. Yeah, that the two races with Justin, you talk about a class act. And uh, 
going from Justin to Lance, nothing has changed as far as being great guys, overall drivers and great people. It's just amazing. Yeah, you're right about that. Justin Henderson, boy, they just don't come any finer than him. Man, I'll tell you nope, what. And every, and every time I go to a track and he's there, I make a point to go see him. He's just a super guy. Yeah. Uh, he's he's one of our favorites on Wing Nation. Yeah, no. could just get good. He just is just a good guy and gives you great he is. great insight into the sport. He really is. No, he is. I I had a little little saying with getting him in the car. I guess you'd say, but yeah. Donald was texting me the one time. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to race anymore. Who would you want to put in it? And just you know, just throwing some options out there. And I think he was back at the time. I think one of his options was Danny Lasowski being Knoxville's done sooner than everyone else. We were thinking of the Knoxville guys and he said Lasowski's name. And I threw, what about Justin Henderson? And just came along that we put Henderson in the car and he did, like I said, he ran second and third for us in two races. Man, that's, that's, I, I don't, I, I knew the Ryan Smith thing. I was not, and, and I think we were just getting up and going with wing nation and, and, and I missed yep. that as far as that goes. Now, Calvin, we have a lot of fun with you over the course of time and we have you every position from the guy that holds up the Jack to the guy <laughs> that Donald and Davey rely on and Lance rely on for everything. Now I'm fairly confident you're more than a Jack holder and, <laughs> no offense. I think you're probably not the guy that Donald and Davey rely on. What, where, what things do you work on with that car? Well, this year, I think my role expanded because unfortunately, Leroy Shanauer had to back out because of his unfortunate, his son got killed in the off season. Oh, so he dropped off the scene kind of sort of. So I'm the gear guy this year, the, tire guy whatever Davey needs if he wants a spacer taken off I'll be tightening the tires and I think I'll also upgraded the fuel man this year so I got a busy slate this year well I'll tell you what you're, you're we're, we're, we're gonna see fewer pictures of you holding up a jack than it looks like you know so <laughs> yeah um, well that is awesome and, that and in I, the, the last two years I actually became more of Davey's chauffeur he uh is starting to ask for more rides to the racetrack like to port royal and sealands grove and at the track he'll ask me if i'm going i said yep i'm going he said do you mind if i would ride along with you so you can add that to my list as well what Before, is it he would never yeah go ahead yeah what is it like riding up and down the road with with davy brown <laughs> it's it's kind of funny we talk he uh talks about all kinds of motorsports obviously that's and foot and we listen to college football when college football he loves college football yeah, we listen to college football and last sunday i took him up to port royal and took him home we listened to the nascar race obviously and but when it's college football season he's all about college football he'll did you check the penn state score he'll ask me it's like he's all about penn state you know wow. it's like uh, we have a blast though we keep ourselves entertained as a uh, as a Penn State grad, I'm glad to hear that Davy Brown's on board with the program. I'm glad to hear yep, that. Yep. Um, I think I, I think about that, Calvin. Um, one of the first times we went up to Port Royal, we were juggling air rides or, or rides from the Harrisburg Airport to Port Royal, and maybe one of the first times that we did our Wing Nation up there for the Wiker Memorial, um, they said, "Well, why don't you just jump in and ride with Bobby Davis Jr.?" And I'm just like, "Huh? 
riding with Bobby Gay, you know, and and just that opportunity right. to ride with one of these heroes is just a, it's just a, what a, what a it's thrill like, that's got to yeah, be. It's, it's kind of cool, you know, in a sense. And it's like before the last couple of years, Davey would never ask for help for anything. Lance would offer to take him somewhere. I would offer to take, nope, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And away he goes. But the last couple of years, he, he asked for a ride, not to the Grove or Susquehanna or any, or Baps, I should say. Yeah. But when we go to like Port Royal and Sealands Grove, they're like an hour trip. He'll ask for a ride. And of course we oblige. Yeah. I had the coolest scenario um, in, in maybe in a broadcaster's career. Very similar to that. Um, MRN was based in Daytona Beach, Florida. Um, I was living here in the Charlotte area. It was before we moved as a company, we moved here to Charlotte. And Barney Hall, our iconic broadcast, our iconic broadcaster, mm -hmm. was here in the in the Charlotte area. And I'll never forget, MRN called me, David Hyatt called me and said, Hey, I've got a proposition for you. I said, What's that? And he says, We're not sure. Barney, Barney doesn't necessarily want to travel alone. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to have you and him on a private charter out of Concord. You get the rental car, you and Barney go out to dinner on Thursday night, and then you ride him back and forth to the track, and then you get him back to the airport and come back home with him. Well, first off, I mean, I got the charter plane instead of commercial, but those moments with Barney Hall, we, we, we've lost now. I, I can imagine your moments with, with Davey are similar to those moments with Barney Hall, things that I'll cherish forever. Yep, there. Yeah, working working with all three of those guys is just you just sit back and listen to them talking to each other, and it's like, say Donald doesn't know what to do, or Lance doesn't know what to do. Davy comes up with something that let's try this. And I was like, you know, I never thought of that. That's just a great idea. It's like you wouldn't just you just don't believe how sharp a guy is for eighty eight years old. Still and, gets and, on his hands and knees to do his adjustments, and it's 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 crazy. Yeah. I always say when he breaks out that tape measure, when he breaks out that tape measure, someone's getting ready to finish second. You That's know right. I mean, I mean um, and he does it. You see him, he gets on his hands and knees with that yep. tape measure is up under the car. And it's like, oh boy, someone's fixing to get their butt I, handed to him tonight. Man. I was in, I was in back of the car Sunday at Port Royal, getting ready to do the fuel. And Fred Raymer stopped over. He said, are you back again? <laughs> I just had to let Davey's like, yeah, week, I'm week by week. You know how that goes. Yeah, Davey. Fred, Fred always has fun with him. That's cool. That is really, really neat. Fun stuff, that is for sure. Yep. I want to go a little bit off the racetrack. We're still sticking the racing business. Um, my understanding is, and, and, and I know part of this, um, when you grew up, what was it? I think someone used to take you to the Reading Fairgrounds as a kid. My pap, my pap and I used to go to, there's a kind of a funny story. I used to stay at their house on the weekends. And we used to go to church almost every Sunday. My grandma drove separate. Me and my pap drove separate. She went home after church, and we went to Reading, the Reading Fairgrounds and watched Modifieds. <laughs> my God. And then after that, I think the first sprint car track he took me to was Susquehanna back in the time to watch sprint cars for the first time. And needless to say, I've been hooked ever since. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what year that would have been. Yeah. I, I but, need to go back as a, as a modified guy though. What was, what was the one track that I missed? I didn't make was Redding. What was Redding like and how good was that? I, I was probably too young to remember. Okay. Yeah. 
but I love going there because, I mean, obviously all your big hitters ran there every weekend, like Kenny Brightville, Billy Pouch, Don Sr., all those guys, Dave Kelly oh, yeah. back in the days. It's like, yeah, we used to go there and we had a blast. Yeah. I don't remember much about the racing or the, but it was the, just, yeah, the racing, just to get out of the house, I guess. Well, time with time with the family. That's for sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's yep. neat stuff. Yeah, we had uh, I was I was north of there up near Binghamton, New York, and the end of the year, five mile point would have the Southern Tier One Hundred and the National Quarter Mile Dirt Track Championship. And boy, there was a few years uh, Jim Kepley and Gerald Chamberlain and then Kenny Brightwell all would come up, and oh my gosh, would they just wear our local guys out? Yeah, man, that was that was some great racing. Really, cool uh, I can remember when we were going there weekly. My my favorite driver that I picked on back then was probably Gerald Chamberlain. But now that you brought that up, yeah, I don't know. It's just something about him. That's who I picked when we used to go there on Sundays. Gerald Chamberlain was probably my favorite. He had that. Ford what Falcon. I remember of it, you know, that Ford Falcon number seventy six. Seventy six. Yep. Man, that's some good stuff. That really is. So, Calvin, yep. you're 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 obviously a longtime fan um crew member on the 69k i would dare say your fandom is served well by that team because they don't run full season and i see you and jenna going everywhere else so you guys kind of plan the rest of your life around sprint car racing it seems like as well pretty much now we have the yeah now we have the grandchildren so we have to <laughs> we have to work that into the equation as well so uh yeah i yeah i the racing part is really awesome if I had my way, I would help help the 69K when we run. And outside of that, I'd travel yeah. to sprint car races. I think the first thing we would like to do when we can both retire is probably do the outlaw tour. Uh, we've talked about that, and I think that would be, like, phenomenal for me. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. That would be, that would be my top priority when we get to retire. We asked, we asked for questions uh, from, from folks on Twitter. Oh, and they, yeah. yeah, I know. We, you saw some of them. And saw, I'm not sure I which did. ones are real questions and which ones are <laughs> ball-busting questions. But we'll, we'll go. I, I'm, Dan, Dan's way ties in really well with what we're doing here. Where did your love for Eldora Speedway come? I, I went to Kings Royal for the first time in 1992. And I haven't missed one since. So it's just one of those tracks that probably the track that I will, that will always be at the top of my list. I would drive by every other track to go to Eldora any time, any day, any week. If they ran sprint cars there weekly, I'd probably, I'd probably go once a week, once a month if I had to. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something about the whole atmosphere there is just amazing. Do you have your routine where you stop, where you eat, where you stay? Do you have that whole routine when you go to Eldora? We used to, but not so much anymore. That's we used cool. to take a couple along with us that he used to want to stop every so often. He used to want to stop and get Bob Evans. And he unfortunately passed away six, seven years ago now, I want to say. And now we just pretty much go in our merry way. Go and do your thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yours was nine. Your first Kings Royal was 1992. 1992. My first King, yep. My first Kings Royal was 2021 last year. Um, <laughs> now I got two in for one weekend. I got two in for one day yep. for God's sake. Yes, you did um, two for the price of one, two for the price of one. <laughs> and, and I can tell you, 
I can understand not missing one. Um, it's, I, yeah. I love Knoxville. I love the Chili Bowl, and and I, I I hope no one ever makes me have to pick all of them. But there is something really special about the Kings Royal at Knoxville. I I get it uh, when you say that. It, it's yeah. They're the two events as a sprint car fan. I think you just can't miss. And up until I want to say five years ago, we didn't go to the Knoxville Nationals every year like we do now. And my wife, my wife actually said, you know, we go to all these sprint car races every year. Why, why don't we go to the Knoxville Nationals every year? I'm like, you tell me, I don't know. So when she brought that up, I'm like, oh, okay, sure. We'll go to the Knoxville Nationals every year. It's like, I hear again, like you said, it's just one of the ones being a sprint car fan, you can't miss. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely in my opinion, right. sprint car racing. There's two races at top of the barrel. Yeah. Kings you're, Royal and the Knoxville Nationals. Well, I think you're doing all right on the wife department too. When you got when you <laughs> you got you got married men all over America now. Like, uh, honey, why don't you want to go to the Knoxville Nationals? Every <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dude, you married up. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, when she brought that up, I was like really happy. I'm like, hey, here, twist my arm. You want to start going every year? Sure. Yeah, no doubt. That now, it also helps that our daughter lives in Minnesota, so when the Knoxville Nationals are running, it's a three-hour trip to Minnesota. She lives in Minneapolis, okay. so we rent a car for the week, obviously, and then we drive up to her house after the Nationals are over and hang out with them for a couple of days. So that made it an easier decision. Well, you know what you can do this year? You can just stay up there and do the Jackson Nationals because that's the weekend right after Knoxville. Yeah, I, that would. I went been to Jackson once, and that place is awesome as well. Yeah, is that place is, there is great. A, it, yeah, it really is. Is there a bucket list track that you haven't been to yet in the sprint car world that you want to get to? Yes, uh, River Cities in North Dakota, oh. the one Johnny Gibson loves. Yeah, River Cities. That's probably the next track I want to get to that I haven't been to. Yeah, I'm the um, racing there looks phenomenal. Yeah. I'm a California. I'm uh, headed to um, later this year, September. I think I've got um, 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 Peter Murphy's place, Hanford and Placerville. Those are two that I'm looking never, to check off this year. Um, never been to those. Yeah. I've been to Ocean out there. That's the only one I've been to out there is Ocean. I've been to Petaluma also. I saw a uh, 360 race at Petaluma years ago. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the California stuff. But I, I think you're right. River Cities would be pretty cool as well really neat stuff we did we did uh chico and calistoga one year oh and let me tell you about calistoga whoo boy is that place awesome yeah i love that place that was probably that's probably in my top five favorites of all time that i've been to the mountains in the background and the grapes growing on the fence <laughs> it's just the that place was awesome calistoga was great yeah there's a petition somewhere out there for someone to rescue that place. Um, uh, that would, yeah. If they do, I'm in. I mean, that's the, because yeah. you don't know of those places how long they're going to last. Calistoga and, uh, is amazing. Yes. Yeah, I've heard the same thing and had people tell me the same thing. Yep. That yep. is uh, that is awesome. That really is. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, there was something else I had on my list. Well, anyhow. Um, I also see on your Twitter, you are a heavy metal fan. I still listen to rock and roll. Yep. Okay. So who's your, who's your not band? Heavy, What's your, not, who's your band? Not heavy, heavy metal, but 
Okay. Who's your uh, band? Metallica, Metallica, Ozzy, ACDC. They're probably my three favorites. Nice. Nice. Disturbed. Disturbed. I like that kind of stuff. Wow. But like That's I go back and forth with you every once. So I can still do my 80s and 90s country too. Just like I like that stuff too. But today's country, I don't really care for. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on yep. that. That is me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an I'm a I'm an 80s, 90 country guy. I I love all kinds of music and I um uh, I love some love some good rock and roll as well. But um yep. and you're 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 right up with it. Have do you do you have you been to many shows? Do you are is concerts your things or you just strictly stick to racing? I used to go to a lot of concerts. I've seen Metallica. I want to go one more time that would make it an even 10. Wow. And I've seen I've seen a lot over the years, but I haven't been to one lately. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Man, that is awesome. Metallica's Metallica's definitely my favorite though. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's awesome. I hope you get that 10th one knocked out. That'd be great. Yep, I hope so too. All right. I'm going to get to some of these questions. Like I said, I don't know if they're real questions. Uh, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to need, because I know some of the people who have asked them um, and I don't trust them because they're sprint car fans. I know they might set you up. I'm going to start they with might. Rich, Rich Watts. What oh, really boy, is just... the best thing to put on Scrabble? <laughs> for me, it's King Syrup. Okay, so A, you are a Scrabble fan or Scrapple fan. Oh, oh, absolutely. Scrapple, yes. Okay, so am I. I. I like I like Scrapple. I really do. So yours is cane syrup. King syrup, yep. Okay. And and if I'm not mistaken, why he asked that about Lance, I think Lance puts ketchup on his, which is absolutely gross. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. We need to dial. Wait a minute. We need to investigate this. Okay. We've got all of this stuff going on. Lance is potentially a ketchup on Scrapple guy. Yes, I think he is, and it really grosses me out. <laughs> and it grosses you out. <laughs> yes, I can see, I can see syrup and maybe jelly, but not ketchup. No. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't. I, I'm with you on that also. Um, and I, I don't really like I have, this. I don't like disagreeing with Lance, but I don't know about that ketchup thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was him that eats the ketchup on Scrapple, but yeah, that's too far. Yeah. All right. Eric Arnold wants to know, how did you become a helmet nerd? So are you a helmet yes. nerd and how did you become and a that, helmet nerd? And that's a great, yeah, that's a great question by him. I don't really know exactly what got me into liking helmets as much as I do. But one thing that makes me think about that question is back in the day when Fred Raymer ran and he had all these top-notch rides and whatnot. I don't think he ever once had a helmet, a uh, painted helmet. All his were just plain white. And I just, <laughs> I, that's the story I always think about that makes me laugh when I go looking at these helmets now. Yeah. Like all the, you look at the, all the cars he was in, every single one you can imagine. I don't think he's, he ever had a painted helmet. They were all just plain Jane white out of the box, I think. Well, that'll affect the budget for Fred. So he's not spending the money there. So Yeah, um, right. Yeah. So um, but, so how did you get started with the helmet game though? I don't know. What got me into the helmets? I walking around start starting to go into the pits more, I guess, and just well, when Donald didn't started race not racing as much, we go into the pits and just kind of look around and now the drivers they put their helmets up on their roll cage, which I think is really cool. <laughs> I still get chills when I see some of that stuff being the helmet guy that I am. And that's, I take 
60% of my camera roll on my phone is probably helmets walking through the pits. Like at the big races, obviously, Knoxville, Eldora, they all get special, which is one reason we wanted to have the helmets thing at Knoxville last year, which was right up my alley. I absolutely love that. All the drivers coming up and showing their helmets, and that just tickled me pink. That's awesome. Do you do you do you collect helmets yourself, or are you more just a photo taker? I'm a photo taker, but I I have three now. The one okay. that Shell Shock made of the '69K for me that Jana had made up for my 50th birthday. Right. And I have one that Adam Cruy sent me because I we we used to give them some money on the side. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have told you that, but <laughs> and he and he and he gave me one of his older helmets which i got it and i had no idea i opened it up and adam crew he said thank you so much for all you guys do and this that in there was a helmet an older helmet he gave for me that was just totally awesome and not too long ago i won a raffle for uh chase deets's helmet that he ran last year and it was for charity too so I ended up winning that, which was cool. So I'm up to three now, but I'd like to keep growing. I am not a helmet guy. Um, one of my early memories of doing Wing Nation um, was, and Kendra was my co-host on the show. And we're at Homestead Miami Speedway, and Kendra is like, I've got to get this helmet over to Tony Stewart. And I was like, okay, whatever, you know. Well, Tony is a helmet guy. Well, obviously, if you've seen his collection, Tony is yes. Tony's like the ultimate helmet guy. Uh, and Joey Saldana, and a, to name yeah. a few more. Well, I'm jealous. Yeah, Tony. Tony came <laughs> out of his bus. Kendra texted him, or whatever it is, or the PR person, or whatever. He came out of the bus, and she presented him a Kenny Jacobs helmet. And I swore to God, his knees were going to buckle. I mean, <laughs> just and I was just like, wow, it's so cool to hear to see that. And especially not a helmet guy doesn't doesn't mean much to me, but to yeah. see, the, but but. But with Tony, it was such respect for Kenny. And what it was, oh, I remember what it was. It was one of Kenny's marquee's birthday. You know, maybe it was his 50th birthday or something like that. And so Kendra had arranged for, for Tony to give Kenny one of his helmets. And so Kenny's gift for his birthday was a Tony Stewart helmet. She had to sneak one that he had duplicates out of his collection. That's what it was. I remember that. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, there's a couple last year. We did the Knoxville thing. It's like the drivers would come up and here again, loving sprint car racing like I do, having all the drivers like huddling all around you with their helmets. And it's like, I was just blown away. And it's like, there's like three or four of them I would have probably spent any kind of money on right then and there. It's like, you probably won't need that after this weekend. I'll buy it from you or something like that. I'm like, so that's, that is you know, awesome. that was like, that was like a major, major event for myself being the helmet nerd that I am. Gosh, I did. I don't know. You know, now that you mentioned, I've seen pictures on your 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 Twitter and stuff like that, but I didn't put it all together. So I'm glad Eric asked that question. That's really neat. Yes, I do. Uh, I'm glad he did too. Gosh, he was he was a great help for me last year. He set everything up and made everything happen for me, and I appreciate all his help and Kendra as well. She, yeah, Mm. those two helped me helped us through the whole process, which was great. Want to do that again? I absolutely if we can't yep I think we're gonna try to make that a yearly thing let, so hopefully let's this, keep in touch on that because we'd like to come over and maybe do a little little uh wing nation stuff with that too because we that, um yeah we, 
we're we're I, I think that's a that's a cool part. There's so many helmet people, uh, and and you know, so uh, we'll we'll put that on a radar screen for Knoxville. We'll do that. I would, so, yeah, yeah. I, my I know my wife's up for it having the helmet because she was she enjoyed it as well. Yeah, but uh, I I mean it's like I people don't people don't realize how much money it costs people to get those things made. James McFadden, he he said he painted that for the Knoxville Nationals. He didn't even want to wear it. It was so nice. So I, how much they pay, I don't really know. It's like people don't realize how much money is involved in that. Help. Well, we had one painted for Cassidy for last year. Uh, I think hers was 1200 It was all said and done. Yeah. I remember you guys did that and presented that to her. And I yep. thought – I thought at the time that was a really cool gift and now understanding your passion for helmets more, I think it's yeah. a cooler gift. You know I mean? That, I just thought it was neat. Now I think it's really neat. That's awesome. That guy that did that for her, all she did was told him what color she wanted incorporated and she wanted gears incorporated in it. Cause I was getting, we were getting it done for her. Yeah. And that's what he came up with. And I think it's totally amazing. Gosh, isn't that if, awesome? if you never if, if you never saw it, I'll send you some photos of it. I, I saw when you did it and I thought it was awesome, but yeah. I guess I, I had an appreciation for it because it was a gift from you to Cassidy. I don't know that, that I one, had yeah. the depth of the appreciation for it. So I think yep. that's great. Gosh, we, do, that is... we, we, we do some things for her. That's why uh, on her four ten, well, we had she had it on her 305. We have our own sticker made up for her cars. All right. We think we, we Lance makes enough money. He don't need no help, right? That's right. There we go. There we go. Well, he don't, we, spend, he don't only spend it on ketchup for a scrapple, for God's sake. So I we know. can't do that. Yes, for sure. Oh, son, we got to talk to him about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, well, I'm fairly confident this is just a ball buster question from Bert. What's more miserable, a rubber down surface or being a Flyers fan? <laughs> That's a ball buster. I, I figured... I don't think there's anything worse than a rubber down racing surface in my opinion. <laughs> so I'll go with, I'll go with the rubber down racing surface. There we go. Awesome. Rob wants to know, how do you really feel about mufflers? They suck. <laughs> <laughs> next, you, next. You, you need to get off the fence on that Calvin. One way or the other yeah, on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ne next question. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. That is so cool. Uh, that's Muff the end. That's the last question that I had. That is really, really fun. Muff mufflers are probably my least favorite thing in racing. Wow. There you go. They're, that might be right up there with rubber down racing surfaces. Oh, you get a rubber down racetrack with a muffler. You might just well put ketchup <laughs> on your scrapple and just get the trifecta, that, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that would be the end of my racing career. Oh, no. Say it isn't so. Say it isn't so. Yeah. Oh, Calvin, I'm telling you, I'm glad we hung out a little bit here today. Um, I just, I, I, I've always, you know, we get to chit chat just a little bit at the racetrack. A lot of the races yep. I get to, you're busy working. Um, so good to just hang out with you. I appreciate you spending a little time pulling off the side of the road after work here on the afternoon and appreciate you joining us here in the post office. Well, I'm glad just right then and there, you didn't say I was busy holding up the jack like you'd have, like you did earlier in the show. So <laughs> I'm not going to no, say that I, anymore. I got, you've got an expanded role there. You know I mean? It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good to see. It really is. And I'm still, I'm still waiting for my increase in pay. So I'll let you know how that goes. Oh, good luck with that one. I'm a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm, 
I'm not new to racing. Good luck with that one. That's uh, <laughs> that's maybe, cool. Maybe you can maybe you can talk to Dal and work something out for me. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm walking into that negotiation session. I'm not sure. Don't <laughs> <laughs> oh. to death, Calvin, but you're on your own on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know it, right? That's good. I appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here on the post office. I appreciate you having me on, Steve. Take care, buddy. There we go. Calvin Knapp joining us here yeah. on the show. Our friends at Circle B Diecast are the new diecast arm of Plan B Sales. And they have all the great diecasts from NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Dirt Late Models, and yes, Sprint Cars. From the new Acme 118th scale to Lionel 124 scale cars to 164th scale Sprint Cars, they have them and you can find the complete line at www.circlebdiecast.com. They love racing. They support so many of our sprint car racers as well. Drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Christopher Bell, they're all partners with Sage Fruit because well, the folks at Sage Fruit love their racing and they love our dirt track racers, our sprint car racers for sure. Now what you can do on orders of $20 or more, type in the promo code MRN, as in Motor Racing Network, and you will get free shipping on those orders, $20 or more. Remember, promo code MRN, and you can get it all, including the brand new Sprint Car Diecast at W. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications, and they are used in applications all across the industrial world. Things like agriculture, construction, defense, emergency services, energy, food processing, forestry, marine, mining, railway, truck equipment, they do it all and it's a no one-size-fits-all approach with aggressive hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders and they proudly make and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. To learn more, go to www.aggressivehydraulics.com. One of the things we talked about when we launched Wing Nation years ago is how that we're all part of Wing Nation. Yes, we all cheer for the drivers and we all respect and love the owners and the crew members and the track operators and the series operators, everyone involved that makes this sport go around. But there's one group of people that we just love and respect the most and it's really, really neat to get to talk to one of the big fans. Fans of sprint car racing and nobody is a bigger fan than Calvin Knapp, as you can tell. Now he's landed in a really good spot within the sport, but you can tell he is just a huge sprint car fan. So fans are all such a big part about Wing Nation, and I'm glad we got Calvin's perspective today here on the program. Busy, busy time for sprint car racing, so you can follow along on all of our social media channels. We'll be busy on Twitter. We'll be also on Facebook, on our group, and on our page. A lot of these clips, a lot of these interviews are on our YouTube channel and so much more. So we're glad you joined us here from the post office. Again, thanks to Calvin Knapp as well for joining us here this week on the show. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 